Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. It'll be a little bit like bringing coals to Newcastle, but today the IRR and our guest talk about issues relating to the Israel-Palestinian conflict. And my guest is my colleague, project manager at the Institute of Race Relations, Terence Corrigan. Terence, good morning. Morning, Sarah. Morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Indeed. I can. Indeed. You wrote, as you so eloquently, is that the word you do for writing? Anyway, an article for Newsy um, that dealt with the Palestinian, Israeli-Palestinian conflict and the fact that the South African government has an unequivocally hostile approach to Israel and a warm and very uh, friendly approach to to the Palest- to the Palestinians and never the twain shall meet however um Rowan Polivan, who is the national chair of the Zionist Federation, wrote quite a f- strong um, piece in which uh, I drew from the business day um, condemning the South African government for the position it had taken on on this conflict, um, what was it about the this particular position that caught your eye and prompted a response? Look, I think that um, South Africans can be very parochial in in in, in their outlook, and um, you know, while I would say that I'm gen- I'm generally sympathetic to the um, uh, 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 to the Israelis, and I would say that I'm sort of broadly on the on 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 the same page with their supporters in, in, in South Africa, with some differences here and there. I think that uh, there are um, some mistakes of interpretation that one sees um, that one sees popping up on um, uh, on that side of the fence as well. Now, what um, what Mr. Pullivan was saying was that uh, South Africa was that by, by by taking the aggressively and dogmatically pro-Palestinian and I think more to the point anti-Israeli position that the government has taken, there is, is quite correct. It's uh, excluded itself from uh, from playing any um, any meaningful role in finding a solution. Now, I think he's wrong on a couple of, of issues. First of all. I don't think that the, the, the state that, that, that the South African state is particularly interested in finding a solution as Mr. Polivan might, might, might conceive of that. South, uh, South Africa's template for, for this, and this is where the, where the parochialism comes up, is, you know, a great historical struggle in which, you know, the oppressor is overthrown, in which there is a victory for one side. That um, that that may not have happened in in um, uh, in South Africa, but that certainly become the uh, uh, become the dominant narrative. You know, the Titanic struggle led by the African National Congress and its battalions of revolutionaries, you know, um, uh, uh, forced the evil apartheid regime to to to, um, uh, to surrender. And anyone who knows the history knows that that's a that's a sort of not quite a, it's, it's not quite as sophisticated as the Hollywood treatment, but you know, there, um, uh, there it goes. It works for a, um, uh, it works, it works for the hustings. And this is essentially where, uh, uh, where South Africa is. What, you know, what, 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 what South African officialdom is about is a Palestinian victory. Now, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, it's not openly eliminationist in the Iranian sense, but, uh, 
you know, I don't think that that uh, that South Africa would um, uh, would regard the survival of Israel as you know a necessary part of the um, uh, a part of any kind of in negotiations. And certainly, I think that you'd be very very hard hard pressed to find anyone in the South African state or you know in the ANC who would say Israel as a Jewish state. You know, this, mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't really about borders. This is about this is about geopolitics. Now. Um, so what can South Africa contribute there? Well, if you want to take that, that sort of understanding, then South Africa is pretty much doing, uh, you know, if you listen to someone like, uh, like Dr. Pandor, that's pretty much South Africa's, uh, uh, that's pretty much what South Africa is working towards. It's solidarity with the, with the, uh, uh, with the Palestinians. I don't believe that it's fundamentally interested in some sort of, uh, you know, negotiated, mutually honorable, uh, 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 a solution. The, I don't think there's a there's a huge conceptual difference between the approach that that the South African government and let's say the BDS or whatever they call themselves these days make. Okay, so it's not really interested in doing so. But the other question is, um, would it be able to? And my question there is no. Um, and this is, the, the something is we um, is where some of Israel's Israel's friends mistake what happened in South Africa. And uh, the analogy uh, of South Africa's settlement, um, let's say at, at its warmest, most generous interpretation, and it was quite, it, it, was, um, uh, it, it was quite remarkable. It, it, it's simply a different set of circumstances from what, um, uh, from what confronts the Israelis and Palestinians. We, for instance, have absolutely no experience of territorial separation. And the whole point of those negotiations in the early 1990s, how you create a common citizenship, and you um, uh, do it within the borders of one existing state. That that already kind of uh, uh, excludes any kind of expertise if you're talking about some sort of two-state solution. Now, as I said, I think whether a two-state solution is um, uh, uh, is something that uh, uh, that many in the ANC or the government uh, uh, would be in favour of. Or for that matter, you know, makes many Palestinian activists. That's a that's a separate separate issue. Secondly, we don't have any experience in dealing with with um, uh, matters concerning religion in South Africa. Probably the you know the the one the one cultural factor that um, uh, that created a bridge was religion. You know, sort of shared Christianity of eighty percent of eighty percent of the population. And it was something I remember that was uh, uh, that was remarked about by people who were going to see the ANC or you know it, um, uh, South African business people or whatever. I found Oliver Tambo insisted on saying grace before for lunch and stuff like that. Um, this is you know so you you have a um, an idea where at least you know we're worshiping the same God. We can we we, we can find some common ground on that. Both uh, the, the the nationalisms represented by by the Israelis and the Palestinians, I think, have you know, are, are very very uh, intensely marked by different religious perspectives. Now, you know, of course, you know, people will say, well, you only a t- only a small fraction of Israeli society is actively religious, and you know that that may well be true. The Palestinians uh, certainly, you know, fifty years ago um, were, um, uh, although not. Not so much anymore. We're very much a, a mixed Muslim and Christian population. The Palestinian nationalism, I think, has become progressively more marked by an Islamist approach. Mm. And um, uh, in Israel, uh, religious conservative voices have um, uh, have become have become extremely influential. 
Um, and it, you know, another, and when you start mixing, you know, a duty to God into this, the compromise becomes a lot more difficult. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying a solution is impossible, but I'm saying that South Africa has nothing to offer that. We, you know, it's like, well, you know, why don't you choose 100 people on the street that, uh, the South African government, the, uh, uh, South Africa's history has, 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 has nothing to show that. Mm. You know, there, there are, um, uh, there are various other things. You know, we, um, you can say, okay, so we can't really bring our experience to bear, but could we mediate? Well, no, because we don't have the, ex- we, we don't have the expertise and we have nothing to offer. Mm. You know, we can't, we, we, we can't persuade. In, in other, the one, the one group South Africa could possibly exercise some, and I'm saying very, very marginal, uh, persuasive effect on the Palestinians and their whole positioning is that we won't, mm. you know, because we are on side with them. Our job is to support. Mm. So there's no, um, there's, there, there's no influence there. We can't bribe or, you know, offer any kind of incentives because, well, you know, we can't even keep the lights on in this country. So exactly what, you know, uh, you know, what we're going to offer in Tel Aviv or Ramallah is beyond me. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, it's, 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 there's, there's, there's an air of pantomime and make believe about this. And, you know, sometimes I think it's just a good idea to, 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 to accept there's not, you know, you're just not really a player. Mm. South Africa could be very influential in a country like Eswatini or Zimbabwe, <laughs> but, you know, it's, 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 it's position, well, in Zimbabwe, its position was ZANU PF is an ally and will be protected. Yeah. Its position with, with respect to Eswatini is, it seems to be, well, where's Eswatini? You hear virtually, you know, virtually nothing about that, not from, not, not from the government. Mm. Um, South Africa literally surrounds Lesotho, and we've been mediating there for what the better part of a decade. Did we achieve anything? Yeah. So, yeah. No. This is, you, you, you know, humility. Yeah. Um, yeah no. <laughs> There is uh, two things I want to, I want to ask you. The, the one is the the fact that the uh, I agree with uh, with what you say about the South Africans' approach to the uh, the government's approach to the issue is is clear. I think what it does is when there's a crisis and they put under pressure, the only thing they revert to, and I don't think they mean it, is um, you know we support a two-state solution. Uh, and I think you've you've, mm. you've kind of pretty much debunked that. But uh, Ronin marks the uh, a commentator from Israel to to Chai mm. uh, in talking right. about South Africa's uh, approach, um, and they've just had this awful, dreadful terrorist attack that they yeah. th- we haven't said anything about. And she made the comment that they're out of touch with the world, but they're not out of touch. They, I would say that they, they've got a very distinct line that is just so strange, uh, and that is the fact that its support is absolutely clear for any country that is or was communist or, or, or hadn't held a socialist ideology. So they see as their, as their friends, and they said so at the uh, at their conference, Russia, China, Cuba, Venezuela, um, and there were one or two others. Now, I mean, th- they seem to, what they keep on repeatedly saying is that Western sanctions against the leadership of these countries uh, is, is harmful to the, to the people, which uh, A, I would question, and B, they would, they, they seem to have a, these are our friends and we'll happily trade, but although we trade much more successfully with the West, they can otherwise go to hell. Is that a fair yeah. summary of, of our foreign yeah, policy? Look, uh, to the extent that we have a foreign policy, yes. Look, um, uh, just one thing that I would, um, uh, I, w- I would, um, uh, uh, clarify there is the following. 
people you know, often suggest that this is some sort of struggle nostalgia. It's mm. not. This is about contemporary geopolitics, mm-hmm. the way the ANC sees the world at the moment. Mm. Um, now, um, and but it draws on a lot of these sort of uh, uh, intellectual tools that you know you would have seen in East Germany in the 1960s. Now, I'm actually quite familiar with 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 East Germany, just a, a personal interest. Um, and they used to define the world in terms of the, uh, the peace block, which was the, so, or, or the socialist block, and the imperialist block. And very much that that remains uh, that remains the ANC's uh, the ANC's framework. Now, um, so yes, Venezuela, we have no we have no historical links. Uh, we have no, we have virtually no trade links. You know, South African business link does more does more business in Colombia. But I don't think we actually have a have a diplomatic mission. But we have this one in Venezuela, which promises that we'll send our army to go and defend <laughs> That's them. Right. I forgot. Um, you know, it's it, it, as I say, parody and pantomime. Yes, um, but we South Africa does as good as no um, as no economic diplomacy. Mm. And I th- you know, I think that that should that that should concern um, that should concern South Africans and uh, South Africans in general. In fact. The um, National Development Plan made a point about, you know, we have this big, big foreign affairs footprint. I think one of the largest in the world for which we get what? You know, if we, if, if, if we were making a killing off our relations with Cuba or whatever, then okay, fine. Maybe, you know, the, 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 the politics would be, um, would be something that's something that you can struggle with. But our, our, our trade relations with Cuba, even by Latin American standards, it, it, small. Mm-hmm. I think we do more trade with Guyana than we do with, with Cuba. <laughs> and with Cuba, it's mostly, um, uh, it's mostly tobacco and rum. You know, mm-hmm. it's, interestingly, during COVID, when we had the Henry Reeve Brigade here, we had to ban all of their products. <laughs> because, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't sell them. Apparently, look, I, I, I'm not a smoker anymore, but I understand that uh, 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 Cuban cigars are, you know, remain the gold standard. So, but, yeah. Yes, uh, I, I, I Yeah, um, so, no, look, it's 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 like so much else in 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 South Africa. Ideology overwhelms pragmatism. Now, on the question of imperialism, here, here's an interesting thing. I I, I spoke to a to, to a high ranking official from the European Union, and he said he find, he says that when he, when he discusses South Africa with Czechs or Lithuanians or whatever, they can't understand why South Africa has this has this orientation that sees, you know, Russia as um, uh, as a liberatory power, but, you know, um, doesn't extend that to them because, you know, as far as they're concerned, they spent, uh, you know, most of the post-World War II period colonized effectively, mm-hmm. you know, under Soviet imperialism. But that's not, but, but, but that doesn't fit the ANC's ideological definition of imperialism. Mm. You know, likewise, um, uh, Israel is an imperialist power, you know, in their, in, in, in their worldview. It doesn't really matter that, you know, you can, um, uh, you can, you can point to X number of other uh, disputed territories. You can ask about, um, about the uh, Chinese conduct in the Muslim areas and, um, in, 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 um, in Western China, Xinjiang and, and, and whatever, where, you know, the, mm-hmm. the degree of, 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 uh, cultural, of, of cultural repression and mass internment of people, it, it's true. It's truly frightening. That is not regarded as an act of imperialism mm-hmm. or as, as the act of an imperialist power. What counts is that we have this sort of hegemonic, um, uh, world order 
presided over by uh, by rapacious imperialist capitalist countries led by the warmongering United States of which you know countries like uh, um, like Israel like um, I don't know you know pick, pick France or the UK or Germany or you know the turncoats in, in, in the Czech Republic or the Ukrainians are you know have have chosen to 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 align themselves and the great world historical struggle of which South Africa is a proud member is to, is, is to push back and establish a world that is more fair and is, you know, um, uh, more more democratic. I mean, even the term democratic, you know, you have to understand the particular ideological context. So yes, um, it, look, it's 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 it, you you kind of have to go through an ideological looking glass to 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 understand this. But once you do, things kind of start to. Um, uh, uh, um, Start start to make sense. Uh, this probably came into the most recent stock relief where over the ANC's failure to condemn Russia and Ukraine. Um, yes. A lot of consternation in the West. Um, mm. And somewhere in there, and I, it hasn't been spoken of for a while, but I think it's, it speaks to a delusion that probably goes to what you've just said, where Ramaphosa actually offered to mediate in that dispute. Now, um, that would be funny if it weren't so idiotically cringeworthy. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it seems generally I think the, the, the rule of diplomacy is you really go into a country to secure your, your interests. And mm. I can't see their interests being secured even though they've agreed they're going into a sort of series of naval exercises with, um, with Russia and China. But I guess Russia and China you know, okay, their largesse and their, their interest in Africa is uh, is is, uh, is there. It's, it's not necessarily benign, and, and Russia doesn't have. Russia's starting to develop a, a really uh, nasty uh, reputation in that regard. Mm. But uh, can well, I can I ask yeah. you to come back on that because sure. we're just going to take a break and right. please follow on. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Sorry, Terence. Back to you. You were going to respond to the uh, to our government's delusions about its role in Ukraine, uh, Russia in the yeah. Ukraine-Russia conflict. Okay. Um, look, I think I, I think this is also kind of a kind of a stock um, a stock response, very much like, well, you know, you can you know we can we can mediate because we've got this bang up experience with solving problems. Look, bear in mind that uh, uh, that that assumption I think is. As, is is on the skids, you know. As South Africa fails to manage its um, its its post-apartheid society, uh, whatever whatever its past achievements uh, were, um, its reputation becomes somewhat less uh, 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 less enviable. And look, I, my 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 sense of it is, if you if if, if you apply the um, uh, the who's an imperialist test. You get to understand South Africa's position. Very simple. Um, right. I, I, now, I, I'm going to say this. I don't believe the South African government approved of Russia's actions. I don't think there's anything in any reason to, 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 to doubt that. However, they were not going to oppose them mm. because they could, spe- because they could see them as a sort of, uh, uh, um, a pushback against imperialism. You have this quizzling government in Ukraine that wants closer links with the EU and NATO, and that's all mm. imperialism. It's all direct. It's all the great Washington conspiracy. So yes, Russia may have, may not have acted as South Africa would have counseled or would have wanted, 
but you know you kind of you you, you kind of have to see have to see the big picture. Uh, you know, also um, be, be, being part of the BRICS group, which I think probably means a great deal more to um, a great deal more to to uh, uh, to South Africa than it than than it does to any of the others. Uh, you know, there's a there's a sort of assumption there that 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 this is some sort of alliance, and um, well, South Africa takes that particularly seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit like a girl called Sarah Ryan who I like had one date with. I think that meant a lot more to me than it did to her. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, you could probably, um, uh, the analogy you know, you're me. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, 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 uh, you know, I was, I was, I was younger and more beautiful then. So yeah, that, um, that was then, um, uh, that was then the, 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 uh, South Africa's approach. It was, it, it was never going to condemn Ra- Russia. It was never going to take any kind of, um, uh, uh, any kind of, uh, position against. And, you know, when, um, I think that the, uh, when, when the, when the department released its, its initial statement, which I think did mm. represent a principle of sorts that, you know, you shouldn't, you, mm. we shouldn't be invading each other. I mean, that got, that got slapped down very, very quickly. quickly. Now, yeah. you know, you, you can, you compare that. To uh, the ANC's response to the second Gulf War. In fact, on the ANC's Azat's website, you know, because they managed to lose their first one, they still actually have all of that, uh, you know, miracle crime against humanity, warmongering, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, so you know, they they're capable of taking very very strong strident actions. But there again, one is imperialism, one is not. Mm-hmm. So that 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 helps to explain it. Now, of course, Ramaphosa had to, um, uh, had to, had to, had to offer something because I think he was caught out in what they say in Afrikaans, a long slap rim. You know, mm-hmm. you can't really justify this, um, especially since he was only talking to, to, to one side. So, oh, well, yes, um, uh, we might be able to mediate. I don't think anybody could, ser- could, could, could take that remotely seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you know, um, uh, a failing state that can't keep the lights on in the um, uh, in the south of in, in, in the south of Africa is going to step in and mediate between you know nuclear armed power and the country that it's pummeling. Mm. Yeah, all the other ones. Is, is, it, is that sort of delusion? And I think it is a delusion. Is, is that delusion sort of symptomatic of possibly why South Africa just can't get itself out of any mess that it's currently in? It's because the ANC perceives it itself to be something that it isn't and that no one else thinks it is anymore it, it's just you know i think i i think that 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 there's a lot of things going on that are often often contradictory i doubt very much whether um uh whether whether i'm himself believed that when he said it mm. um i i i think i think that was the kind of pro forma thing that we say because we because we're the great problem solvers. Mm. you know we've we, we we had our transition and therefore you know have private jet will travel solve your problems like we do everywhere else except we don't really but um but yeah but you know i think the the, the government was kept was catching a lot of um uh, a lot of heat including from people i would say you know who tend towards the political left the anc's broad orbit um you know think about the about the daily maverick for instance um you know they that an editorial south africa is this really what you want mm. So yes, you know, I'd, I, it, it was a it was a difficult situation. But at the end of the day, no, South mm. Africa was not um, uh, was not going to offer any, any condemnation. And I think that um, uh, that the naval exercises with Russia, you know, to to, ca- to cancel those, to 
dial back is to is to concede something mm. which I just don't think that ideologically they're ever going to do. Mm. You know, the other thing is that um, I think that in as far as 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 South Africa um, you know sees itself as lined up with Russia, I think it's it sees itself far more in that um, uh, in that in that respect with China. Mm, okay. You look at, um, if you look at ANC, ANC documents, the Communist Party of China is the lodestone of our struggle. Interestingly, the governing party talks about struggle. Mm. But what, once again, you know, um, having, you know, sort of semi-resolved issues in South Africa, you now have to turn your, so you have to be globalist, you have to have a global struggle, mm, you know, mm. against the, um, uh, uh, against the American imperialists and whatever. Um, and I think that, uh, there would also be a, be, been a bit of an issue if they try to call that off. Uh, that would have maybe been seen as something of an affront to um, uh, to, to the South African government's Chinese uh, uh, Chinese friends. That's something that they will never do. Mm-hmm. That, that- um, Perhaps just the last point to make exactly on that is that's interesting because South Africa's um, uh, relationship with Russia is premised on the Soviet Union support for the ANC during the the real struggle. Um, China was not really a supporter of the ANC, wasn't looked to to anywhere near the same extent. And yet, as you say, it's China that is really front and center of this ongoing struggle, which I would say that if you're still struggling to the end of time, uh, you're not succeeding at doing very much. Doesn't that, isn't there something strange in that dichotomy? Or is it just that there is some practical realization that China can be of more benefit to them than Russia? Look, um, you know, as I said, I don't think that that, that one should um, uh, one should look at this prim- uh, primarily as as a question of of South Africa's historical positioning. I think this is about contemporary geopolitics. Uh, historical uh, ties, you know, are, you know, play some role, but 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 fundamentally, um, both Russia and China are seen as anti-imperialist poles. Mm. Now, in, in in China's case, well, it's 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 a much bigger game in town than the um, uh, than than the Russians. And we also do have a very significant economic stake in that relationship. Mm. You know, that's, that, mm. that is a, that is a very, very significant difference. So, this, um, so, so at last we actually, actually are sort of looking at our interests, uh, God forbid. Well, yeah, look, yes, I think, uh, I think so, but you know, I, I, I think that, that those economic interests do, do play a secondary role. The primary role is, 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 is the, the ideological one. If we were exporting and importing nothing, you know, mm. uh, 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 from, uh, from or to China, we, we would, uh, I think, I, I think, I think the ANC would still have the same orientation mm. because it would still see China as the, um, uh, uh, as the, as, as, as the great hope for the, you know, for the anti-imperialist camp. Right. As I say, it, it doesn't, you know, it, and it's, 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 it's of absolutely no importance whether countries like Vietnam, like the Philip, like the Philippines, and to say nothing of Taiwan, you know, actually feel that, uh, that, that China's presence is, to all intents and purposes, an imperialist one. <laughs> South Africa just doesn't define it that way. <laughs> Terence, uh, thank you very much. I haven't got, begun to go through, go through, sorry, get through what I intended to get through with you. Um, so we'll have to have you back to, to dissect some of these issues no. further. Thank you very much for Any coming time. on again. No problem. Nice to be here. Thanks.